Welcome back, everybody, to the Into the Light podcast. This is episode 37 on March 7th, 2023. And Brain and I wanted to bring you something. We have a bunch of interviews lined up over this next month or so. Some really, really interesting people that we're super excited to talk to. But it's been about 10 months since we've started this. Nine or 10 months. I guess we're on episode 37. So, But... We meant to do like a six-month anniversary episode. But we were rolling. But yeah, we just had so much content coming out that we never actually got to it. And so we wanted to bring you like a nine or ten month, however long it's been, kind of lessons learned episode because when Brain and I started this, we were beyond clueless (laughs) about what it means to run a podcast. Yeah, I feel like we kind of know a little bit now. A little bit. A little bit. Thank Not goodness for the UVU library having <laughs> equipment, <laughs> equipment or else we'd be done. we don't have to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> but we wanted to share with y'all. So it's been 37 episodes and we have over 6,000 downloads now. Oh, and smokes. That's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. But it, it comes from all over the world. And just we appreciate everybody. Yeah, for sure. And we're so grateful for the people who have been so um, consistent in listening to us. Because if you give one of our episodes a chance, you probably don't really see what we can actually do because yeah. um, we're not always very successful. So It's true. I mean, it's very much a, a work in progress with us. Bray and I are both extremely busy college students right now. This is like a very, very busy time in our lives. It's 10 o'clock at night right now. <laughs> <laughs> and so sometimes this gets put on the back burner, but we want to keep on coming out with content weekly and we have a bunch of stuff lined up for y'all so yeah but i also i was telling bray before this episode that we wanted to reminisce a little bit because back in it was probably april march or april of 2022 when bray came up to me one night it was one night we were all hanging out with friends playing games or whatever and everyone was just kind of sitting around talking and bray was like aaron we need to start a business (laughs) and i was like this is before i knew bray super well and I was like, Bray, I don't know what that means, but I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> and so That's like so funny. <laughs> like a week or two later we like got together on our on a little couch. It was literally in the middle of the day. Yeah, it was I just was done with an overnight shift. I slept for two hours and Aaron said, Let's meet. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> and we I'm sat dead. on the couch, opened up a Google Doc, <laughs> titled it Brainstorm Sesh or something like that. <laughs> And we brainstormed. <laughs> and we brainstormed for like 40 minutes. And this is what came out of it. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy to think about. Yeah. Well, I think one thing to note, too, it started from a fire under my booty about <laughs> um, just kind of like still the culture within the church and how we handle things. And I think that's that was my fire, at least at first was just kind of, I I don't want to say the culture in the church, the closed-mindedness of these conversations. I would how, say more Utah culture. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But also just the fact that people weren't open and talking about it. Yeah. And it wasn't topics that we could just talk about normally and learn from each other. And I think it just came from frustration of like, 
we have the gospel of Jesus Christ. We have like the most perfect tool in these situations. Why can't we talk about these hard things that happen in our lives? And why can't we learn from each other how we can use the gospel and how we can get closer to Christ within these trials? Mm-hmm. And that should be the most enlightening experience in the world. And why Absolutely. is it not? Just because hard things happen and conversations are uncomfy and people make really bad mistakes and people have to suffer from them. Yep. However, that's why the gospel exists because justice can't is justice has to be served, but thank goodness we have a merciful savior who is mm-hmm. going to help that. Absolutely. God is good. We're always saying that. I think it, it also came from a, a conversation that we had <laughs> as Brie drops her mic right Sorry. on her chest. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a conversation we had, we went to St. George with a bunch of friends back in January of last year. And on the way home, we had this like crazy deep conversation mm-hmm. about dating. Yeah. That was crazy. And Bray was just so fired up afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I sure we, was. We had to do something about it. We did. We had to do something about, at least if we're not doing anything, we're expressing our thoughts and we're kind of getting it out there so that we can understand better mm-hmm. and teach it better yeah. to the people we serve within our wards, the people we love every single day, the people that we are going to raise. You know what I mean? Absolutely. At the very least, if y'all got nothing from this, I did. Yeah, Bray and I have grown in incredible ways over mm-hmm. the last year. Not really necessarily correlated to the podcast, but at all, actually. Just like the things that have come up in the last year have definitely impacted the podcast and the way that we speak. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think um well, let's get into some of these lessons that we've learned. Um number 1, uh this last year has been very difficult for me and I think that the Lord, um, it's kind of easy to say that God gives us trials. God creates trials. Um, and I don't really know the answer to that, to be honest, but I do know he uses those trials to teach us principles that last eternally, um, and lessons that I can take forever for the rest of my life. And I think as I get to this stage of my life where I'm finishing college, I'm getting a career, I'm getting serious with a boy, that these lessons and these trials I've gone through in my 20s can impact not just me, not just my kids, but not just the next generation, but eons from now and eternities when I have my own mansion in the celestial kingdom and when I am helping others come into Christ in the way that God has told me to. Absolutely. No, I agree 100% with that. I think sometimes if we start to think that God gives us trials, it becomes a blame game, right? Yeah, for sure. It kind of leaves us void of responsibility Mm -hmm. for everything that we've done. I love that learning. The second thing here, this is something that Bray wrote down, but I wanted to give some brief background on this because... As, as y'all know, a lot of our guests that we have on talk about some very personal things, um, some deep stuff that they might have not told many people before. And sometimes those listening to those stories are, are caught off guard. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they take it the wrong way. And Bray has battled through a lot of, for lack of a better term, crap. <laughs> 
a lot of backlash coming from not only her episode, but just the things that she says on the podcast in general. And not only her, but uh, some of our guests as well have have really experienced some backlash from that. Yeah, and I think that it's important to note that not everyone is open to having these conversations, which for me is very frustrating. I can't stand it. It really Mm -hmm. drives me nuts, especially when you're 60 years old and you've lived on this earth for this long and you still can't have these conversations. It's a little ridiculous, but... There's a lot of shame in that. Yeah, 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 for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I think that... um, it's really easy to get frustrated with those people as I do all the time. Um, however, I need to learn and understand. And I think I have from this podcast, um, that they just haven't healed from things that they've been through Mm -hmm. and they are not ready to have these conversations because they're still working through things and they're on their own path of healing just as I was during my time. And I still am as well as many of our guests that, there's no reason for me to judge those people for not being open about those conversations, even though it is so frustrating. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's hard when you've done so much work on yourself, which I know that you have Mm -hmm. to be in a place where you feel like you're in an active healing process and you've healed from a lot of things Mm -hmm. to not have other people have that same perspective. Yeah. It takes so much work. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think it's a, it's a fact of human nature that hurt people hurt people, right? Yeah. You never, I mean, unless someone's like, you know, psychotic or antisocial, whatever, no, no one's going to hurt someone on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without, that's very true. Without feeling some hurt themselves. Mm-hmm. I agree. The third thing is also something that Bray wrote down that I absolutely love. This is incredible. Um, <laughs> the gospel does not exclude you from trials but gives you strength to get through them. What was, what were you thinking? Well, I think we, I think I said, I've said this way too many times on this podcast, but it is just so amazing to me that all of our guests, literally all of our guests have been active members of the church their whole lives. Their parents have been gospel teachers in the home. For the most part. They have, yeah, for the most part, they have strived to, to try and teach their kids the best morals. They have tried to protect them, ki- their kids from Satan and from his crap that he gives everybody. And it is so apparent that it does not matter what, it does not matter how much work you do in the gospel, you will have trials and mm-hmm. you will have hard things happen to you. And, and Satan will have some kind of, influence in your life because we are mortal and that's the point of having bodies right so the gospel does not exempt you from any of those things however it's the best tool that i have found to get through those things oh i love that i was thinking of a i can't remember who said it but someone recently i was listening on the podcast that said you're either just getting out of a trial in the middle of a trial or a about to go through a trial yeah. there's really <laughs> there's really no other part of life and i think i don't know bray and i were talking before this because with these episodes a lot of the time we just kind of make a list of things that we want to talk about and then we just kind of go go at it and we we're talking with some of her roommates and one of the jokes we made is jesus is always the answer mm-hmm. so it doesn't really matter what we talk about on here 
the common denominator that we found is Jesus is the answer. Mm-hmm. And Bray was like, you know, I think we say the same thing on all of our banter with Bray episodes. It's, it's totally fine if so, because Jesus is always the answer. He always is. Um, I just actually got finished reading a book. Very famous. It's like my fourth time reading it, but it's called Infinite Atonement. And Ted Callister. I, that book, if you ever want to understand what the atonement is or who Christ is, that book and Jesus the Christ are two books I would recommend to you. They're tough books to get through. I'm not going to lie. They're so hard because they're just filled with so much truth. Yeah. They're and we know dense. that truth is eternal and truth comes from God. And so, of course, it's going to be difficult and a little complicated mm-hmm. because God is all knowing. Yep. And these, these concepts are very complicated. However, there is no, there is no way... You can understand who Christ is if you do not understand what the atonement is. Exactly. Because that's I, who he is. I feel like it's a, a synonym in a way. 100%. Those two books are incredible. I cannot endorse them more. Yep. Uh, we love reading here. <laughs> uh, um, go for it. No, this is yours, actually. You go for it. Yeah, I was really excited, actually, to talk about this one. Because <laughs> something that I've noticed as we've interviewed all these people, a lot of them... We've, we've reached out to a couple people that we didn't know as well and had them on the podcast, but most of the people that we've had on are our friends that we've known for quite a while, if not friends of friends. And it's just showed to me that the normalest of people that you run into every day on the street mm-hmm. are the most extraordinary people because yeah. everyone has gone through something mm-hmm. and everybody's story is so interesting and so inspiring. I agree. That is that is facts. I work in healthcare and I interact with people literally constantly. Sometimes it's like it's a it's a bit much. Um but it is it is just so cool that in the simplest of ways somebody coming in for an eye checkup. Like I can learn so much from someone and I'm just checking their insurance. Uh, that's all I'm taking their copay. Like that's what I'm doing. However, there's these people who are like 80 90 years old and just spit out wisdom and i'm just like i don't know you and i'll never see you again from vernal but you just impacted my life really a place it is i'm just kidding it is um you just impacted my life with that little one-liner you know and normal people that you'll see every day walking on the street have done amazing things in their lives and you can learn from every single person in this world. Yeah. One of my friends from high school on her Facebook profile, it's always struck me. She has this quote that says, I will never meet somebody that I cannot learn something from. Yeah. And that has been one of the main lessons I've taken from this podcast is mm-hmm. not only learn something, but be inspired yeah. from, because oftentimes we have these people on and we know them pretty surface level. And then you hear their story and you're like, Holy cow. I would have never guessed that in a million years. And, that, that and just gone through that the way that they go through it too like holy strength man yeah because i don't know if i could have done that you mm-hmm. know what i mean i think too going off of that aaron um moving to provo is kind of difficult for me when i did it a year and a half ago because um there's so many people here there are so many people here who are around our age um and when i first moved here it just kind of seemed like people were disposable and that really got to me because that really frustrated me because of this concept. Mm-hmm. Because I can learn something from everyone. And I think with time, I have kind of learned 
how to better have genuine connections with people. Yes. Even more than I did before. I thought I was all knowing and I was like, these purple people <laughs> don't know how to do it. But I think through having these deep conversations with these people for hours on end and like me and Aaron said this before, sometimes we're exhausted after those episodes because sometimes these people just give or they just talk about their lives and it's like that is heavy stuff mm-hmm. that you've been carrying around your whole life. Yeah. And you just gave us a little glimpse of it and I'm exhausted. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we were just able to learn and grow and be enlightened by it. Yeah, absolutely. And it makes you respect people so much more. Oh, That's something yeah. else that we're going to talk about later. But hearing these things, like I've just, some of them that pop pop out in my mind are like Sarah Penner's episode. Mm-hmm. And when we interviewed Audrey Peterson, my coworker from Telos, like I would have never guessed in a million years that she had gone through the eating disorder and things that she had. She had told me briefly while we were working together, but I I did not know the extent at which she had suffered mentally and physically and Mm -hmm. spiritually in her life and the, and the, the values that people have overcome. It's just awesome. Through Jesus, through Jesus. So, if anything comes from this specific thing, this lesson learned, ask people about their stories and listen. Listen. People people love to talk. People love to be heard. And if you're in a relationship where you're close enough that you can have these conversations, I don't think there's anything much more rewarding than knowing someone on that deep of a level. I agree. I agree. We, Me and Aaron just listened to this podcast a couple of weeks ago, but... Or maybe this wasn't a podcast. Maybe this was a textbook. I don't remember. But um, it basically said our entire lives, we've learned how to communicate. We've learned how to speak and speak in different languages and understand and all these things, right? But no one's ever taught us to listen. Mm. Um, And I think that's so powerful because I like to talk. And (laughs) sometimes I'll catch myself like not listening but wanting wanting to know what I'm going to say next. And I think the power of this podcast is that I'm not speaking. I'm just listening and I'm just hearing this person and I just I think that is so beautiful. Like all of you listeners can just listen to a story and he, and hear what this person's gone through and how what they've learned can help me learn something. I love that. I think everybody should start up a podcast about something. Yeah. Because like the unique perspective of an interview is so cool. Yeah. An interviewer, I should say, mm-hmm. is so cool to I just agree. sit there and want to ask continual questions. That's that's awesome. Yeah, because so it's not about you. Yeah. Um. Okay, beautiful. Okay, next thing. Um. Where are we, Aaron? Number five, the ways. I can explain this one. Yeah, please do. Because going along with each and every person that we've talked to, It's just been really apparent to me that God's grace and the Savior's atonement works individually and subjectively to each person in different ways. Mm -hmm. Everyone is going to experience repentance and the Savior's atonement in a different way. And not only is that normal, but it's beautiful. Because the Savior atoned for each one of our sins, struggles, sicknesses, infirmities, individually. Mm Mm-hmm. And so if we experienced it any other way besides individually, it wouldn't be right. That's And it's also no mortal man, except if you're a judge in Zion, um, judgment on how the Savior gives you that grace. 
in how you're learning from that grace and how you're repenting from that situation. It's no mortal's man's business. Mm-hmm. It's not their job. Yep. And their opinion matters zero. Zero. That's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, okay. Another thing that we've learned, which I kind of think is something I have learned before this podcast, but hearing other people learn this has been really cool. Um, when you get things out in the open, um, it often makes those situations harder. It makes um, talking about it harder. Physically, you're tired. Emotionally, you're exhausted. Talking about these things is hard. It is hard. It is yeah. hard work. And you can't even explain how hard it is because it's it's beyond you. But um, healing is hard. Mm-hmm. I think we shared on our Instagram one time about about healing and about what healing looks like. Um, and it's a wrestle. There's this book in front of my face called Worth the Wrestle um, by Sherry Dew. That's it's a my great girl, book. Sherry Dew. <laughs> she was my mission crush. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> that's funny. That lady is incredible. Yeah, she is great. Um, She's still single, too. She is. Erin, <laughs> if you want an older woman, go crazy. Sherry, if you're listening... <laughs> My number is. I'm just <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> Freaky Eric. <laughs> um. Anyways, okay. Moving on. Um, talking about these things is hard. We've talked about that. Um, but you think that like sharing these things are going to be super helpful at first. It's not going. I feel like it's going to do more damage than help. You're gonna get a lot of pushback from yourself a and others. Ton of put and Satan. Mm. Um, he doesn't want those Especially these things Satan, out here. Yeah. Um, in the long term, it's hard, but in the short ter- short term, it changes the entire situation in a complete 360. I think or 180. In the long term, being vulnerable with the right people and especially with the Savior is 100 percent the answer. Being vulnerable with the Savior. Yep. Like Rachel said. Yep. He is the. He's the best therapy and free therapy. He is the perfect therapist. (laughs) There is no perfect therapist on the earth, but there is in heaven. There is in heaven. And through prayer. Love it. All right. You want to close this out? Yeah, let's do it. Um, This kind of goes along with what we were talking about earlier, but at least with my own journey, and I think I've found it to be a common denominator with others, is there's this initial conversation that you have with somebody that kind of catalyzes the healing journey. Mm. So if there's anything that I've learned is that if you're going through something hard, um, whether it be personally or with a relationship or if you're struggling with addiction, mental health, whatever it might be, please find somebody that you love and share what you're going through. Because oftentimes that's, that's the first step. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. I think this Sunday we're, we're interviewing one of my best friends in the whole world and talking with him started a lot of my yeah. own healing and recovery. Yeah. You talked about that on the podcast. I think too, um, it's important to remember that from that sharing, it's not to get advice. And if you're that person that's receiving this, You're not there to give advice. You're not there to say anything in honesty. You're just there to listen. And, um, and sometimes those people aren't going to have anything to say and that's okay. That's just because 
you're going through some hard crap. <laughs> like, and it's kind of who knows what to do, right? Mm-hmm. But that's why we turn to the Savior because He will know how to, what to do after this, right? That's that's the whole point of the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. These things oftentimes stay in the dark because of how much shame is attached to them, how much Satan beats you up because of the things you're going through. Mm-hmm. But the Savior wants us to bring things into the light. That was so cheesy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you picked up on it. But in all honesty, the Savior is the light of the world. He asks us to let our light shine and bring bring things into that light. Are you pulling up the scripture right now? I'm pulling up the scripture. And this is our podcast scripture, Doctrine and Covenants 50, verse 24. That which is of God is light, and he that receiveth light and continueth in God receiveth more light, and that light groweth brighter brighter and brighter until the perfect day. If we give it to God, we can get light, and we can receive more knowledge about the situation, about anything we need in our lives. And that is why the Savior is called the Prince of Peace. Peace, joy, happiness. Happiness contentment growth that is why i think our temples are so bright at night too because that's where you can find light that's where you can find the savior is by being close to god and you can grow brighter and brighter every single day as you consistently trust beautiful i love it anything else we love you guys you guys are the best (laughs) we're so grateful for you we really are we're grateful that yeah, that you listen, but even more so, I mean, we're grateful for the people that we've interviewed too. I wanted to say yeah. that as well. Thank you for everybody that has been on this podcast and for sharing your story with the hundreds and you know, thousands of people that have listened. Yeah, because it's a, it's, a, it's a big time commitment that they're not getting paid for. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. So we love you guys. We love God. We love the church and the gospel. And God loves you. Yes. (laughs) Amen. We'll see y'all next week.